And welcome to Snippets of Hope. Have you ever considered working or studying abroad and what that may entail? Many people make that decision each year. So in this episode, hear the experience of such an individual, some of the steps they took and their unique journey. We also hear the answer to last week's riddle, a fantastic verse of salutation, and of course, wonderful words of encouragement. So as spring makes its entrance and the clocks turn back, Hope can be seen in a new life it brings. So no matter what the situation may be, just know there is always hope. Many people dream of moving abroad or living abroad for a period of time, but not many people act on these hopes and dreams. The thought, however exciting, can also feel daunting. It can feel impractical and it can feel out of reach. But it is not impossible. If you are intentional, committed and purposeful in your approach, you can make this dream a reality. I hope the points I outline over the next few minutes give you some things to consider and help you plan towards fulfilling this dream. When I made the decision to move abroad, it was overwhelming. There were so many things to consider. Why am I going? What is my purpose? What am I hoping to achieve? What would I do? Where would I go? Where would I live? How much would it cost me? How would I fund it? So, how did I go about finding an opportunity? There are many ways you can approach moving abroad. You could decide on a location first. Where would you love to live? and research the professional and academic options available to you in your dream location. Or you can go through your workplace or university and utilize their connections. International organizations will have offices around the world and they may offer workplace transfer options. Similarly, universities have partnerships with other universities around the world. With these relationships often come study abroad opportunities, volunteering opportunities, and research opportunities. Or you could go where you have existing connections, where you have family and friends. I chose the second option. I went through my university and I transferred onto a double degree program. For me personally, this made the most sense. My university supported me throughout the process. They helped me with my application to their partner institution with references and they also provided guidance and support with the immigration process. So how do you go about finding somewhere to live? This too can be daunting and it can be difficult to know where to start. You want to balance considerations of safety, proximity, good travel connections, amenities and connections to community. Always do your research, everywhere is different. There are several ways you can approach finding a place to live. Firstly, if you are seeking flatmates to keep the cost of living lower or just to make friends, consider going through your university or workplace. Many universities often have social platforms for students to build connections before their programs start 
I was able to find my flatmates through a university managed platform. With workplaces, you could take a similar approach. Maybe reach out to HR, ask them if they're aware of anyone else who is in a similar position to you and whether they could connect you to them. If you are planning to live alone, you can skip that step. Depending on the country, you sign up with rental agencies or you can look for properties in your desired area. I reached out directly to the apartment complex that was in close proximity of my university and that was how I found an apartment. So how much will this all cost? It's hard to give a ballpoint figure. It will depend and differ on whether you're moving for work or study, it will differ according to the country or city you move to. So again, do your research, plan and budget for things. Factor in the cost to get there and factor in the cost to live there so you have no surprises. I had to take a gap year and work full time in order to fund my year abroad, but it was the best thing I could have done. It gave me the financial freedom I otherwise would not have had. If you're undertaking this activity, whether work or study, and it benefits the community, it's not uncommon to create GoFundMe pages or just giving pages to help you support your dream. In a nutshell, it is not impossible to achieve this dream, but it will require you to research, plan ahead, be dedicated and purposeful in your approach. Best of luck with it. has six girls and each of them has a brother. How many children are there? Seven of course. Each girl has the same brother. More riddles next time on Snippets of Hope. Mercy. Mercy. This is mercy. Mercy, peace and love be yours in abundance. The verse I'm sharing is taken from 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9. And he said unto me, My grace is sufficient for thee, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Most gladly, therefore, will I rather glory in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. This scripture means a lot to me, because I have seen God in a real way. I went through some real difficult times in my life, and this scripture has held me up and given me hope. I went through periods of difficulties, and sometimes they overwhelmed me. But during these difficult times, I have proven that the Almighty God is greater than the struggles I face. He will take the struggles and challenges to strengthen me, but I have to do my part and get into alignment with him. I had to pray, believe, and trust God and keep pressing through to victory. Today, no matter what I'm facing or how discouraged I am, I remember his grace is sufficient for me. His strength is made perfect in weakness and I can accomplish all things through him. 
I keep believing, keep praying, keep trusting and pressing through. If you are going through difficult times today, don't give up. Before long, you'll break free and rise to new levels. God is good. All we have to do is to follow him, divinely trusting in him. Let nothing you can see or hear disturb your spirit or take away your joy. We need to cry out to God and say, we need help. I'm asking you for strength. When we humble ourselves and admit that we cannot do it ourselves, that is when God enters the scene. That is when he can turn it around. Sometimes we think of dependency in a negative light, but dependency on God is not weakness, it's strength. It enables us to tap into his power. When we yield our weaknesses, that is when God shows up the strongest. Romans chapter 10 verse 18 says, For I reckon that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed in us. Jehovah Emaka is with us. He will give us the grace to perform it. He is interested in our affairs. God's grace is more than enough for all of us to draw from. It is only God's strength that can make perfect in times of our weaknesses. When we feel we can't, we can only by his grace. When we feel weak, we are strong only through his sufficient grace.